Copycat, let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It's Friday, August 13th. I'm Rudy. A pizza was delivered to astronauts in space. How much do you tip on a $73,000 pizza? Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. Yeah, thank you guys so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. My name is Rudy Povich. Find this podcast and Apple Podcasts on Spotify, on Stitcher, and every day, 9.45 a.m. We go live on Instagram, just at Rudy underscore Povich. Today on the show, he may have only one eye, but he can see through some bullshit. But first, uh, thank you to everybody in the last uh, week and a half who has ordered up some merch. Really appreciate it. Good morning, Mira. She was sporting, uh, sent a picture out the other day of all the new merch that she got. So I do appreciate it. Thank you very much. It's very nice. You can find that at rudypovich.com. Uh, I was rocking my long walk to Cleveland sweatshirt yesterday. I got a t-shirt. Got my oh-so-pleasurable coffee mug, which has already got a big stain on the side of it. It's not the mug's fault. The mug is high quality. It's the person drinking out of it that needs to probably get his shit together. Uh, what's up, AA? Hi, Amanda. Bellamy Jack. Hi, Crystal. Happy Friday to you, too. Maximilian. Good morning, Char. Hi, Pam. Lindsay. Hello. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, merch. Also, some shows coming up August 24th. That's a Tuesday. I'll be a part of the showcase over at House of Comedy. Mall of America, if you want a couple of comp passes for that, just hit me up, and uh, I'll get you on the list. I know Mira asked for some tickets. I'll get her on there. Uh, so, if you want, just uh, shoot me a line. Let me know. Uh, also coming up on September 9th, I'll be a part of the Twin Cities Film Fest. They are doing a shorts and stand-up evening where they'll be showing some comedic shorts. They'll be showing my film, Raising a Daughter. And then after that, uh, we'll be doing some uh, some stand-up, probably about 10, 15 minutes worth. So if you want tickets for that too, I get 10 free comp tickets. It's kind of nice to just spread the love. Uh, last time they had one of these, they sold out. So just shoot me a line if you're available on a Thursday night and you want to come hang. Uh, it should be a uh, good evening. All right. So moving on. This uh, this morning got up, headed off to the gym about 6 a.m. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but for the longest time, I should have maybe grabbed a... Uh, let's see if I got something here that might be able to emulate what it is that I've had to listen to at the gym. Eh, what about this one? Okay, maybe this will work. I don't know about you guys, but I would go to a, in a LA Fitness in Richfield, and every morning, man, it'd be like 5.45 in the morning, and it would just be just chalk-filled with, you know, upper to middle-aged women doing Zumba, and just some gal in there, and just like a pair of Lululemons, just screaming her ass up with that little tiny microphone headset thing, just yelling into the mic like, come on, Debbie, we gotta work up a sweat this morning, come on, you gotta get after it. Carly, I hope you put a little bit of talcum powder inside those yoga pants because we're going to work up a froth. It's like, Jesus, my goodness, lady. (laughs) How do you have this much energy this early in the morning? Jesus Christ. Uh, But uh, it kind of got me thinking, man, like uh, after COVID, this all went away. We didn't have to deal with like the big giant classes. They weren't having the Zumbas. They weren't having the... uh, I don't know, the kickboxing, but not really kickboxing. It's sort of like the, what was that guy's name? The Taibo, 
uh, Billy Blanks typo, like that was all gone from the wayside. So all of that sort of goes away and you're like left with just the music inside of the gym. And for the most part, have they not realized that nobody likes to listen to like top four, especially early people? I get if it's like after like six o'clock, 6 p.m. on a, on a Thursday, feel free to pump out the jams, man. But in the morning, it's not, dude, we're all, fuck, we're all like in our 40s and 50s. Nobody wants to fucking listen to Katy Perry uh, at that early in the morning. So why do we have to like be succumb to it? Well, finally, somebody at the gym decided to change the channel. And I usually wear headphones, but I like to like keep up with like what's going on musically. And they they play the worst music in the gyms, the worst. And it's just nothing but like pumped in satellite music. But about a month ago, Somebody must have won a bet who works behind the scenes over at LA Fitness because they decided to change up the music. And I've noticed recently that it's just been a lot of like 80s, tons of 80s music. Jesus. In fact, I saw uh, Eddie Murphy's My Girl Likes to Party All the Time. I haven't seen that in like 13 years. Just comes out of nowhere. But this morning took the cake. And I had to complain about this for a second. I always told the guy like, could you fucking please? Dude, how depressing is this? Do you guys remember this song? You guys remember this? Martika? It was a song called Toy Soldiers. Came out in 1988. This song is pumped through the gym. Just as loud as it can be, it's bleeding over through my headphones. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, man. For the longest time, I thought, I don't know what it was about this song, but I thought this song was supposed to be about child abuse. Didn't we have like 50 child abuse songs that came out in the 80s? There was... There was Luca. <laughs> Mira, imagine maxing out to this shit. Exactly. It's, it's awful, man. Uh, Bethany, I know Eminem's version. Yeah, he did like a, he sampled this, which was kind of cool. Like I dug that. Um, but it was, uh, it was hard pressing to hear this early. And this. It's so bad. It's so bad. Like you, if anybody were to ask, if nobody's ever heard this song before, but they were like somewhat of a music buff, if you played this for them, you went, what year was this song made? There we go, 1988. Guaranteed it's 1988. And ding, 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 they would be right. It's like so dated. And I, for the longest time, I thought this song was supposed to be about child abuse. I've seen the... Uh, the video and there's like school-aged girls and then there's a dude and he looks like he's in his 20s and he's hanging out with these girls in like the the uniforms with the plaid and i'm like this is a fucked up song why is it we're being succumbed to this it'd be different if this gal had like a lineage of hits and they were like all right we'll let you put out the toy soldier song it's totally fine but no it was one hit that's all you got one hit dude and for the longest time i thought well you had luca luca was like the my name is Luca. I live on the second floor. That was the quintessential abuse song. It was every time there was a commercial with like a Sally Struthers type that was promoting some sort of thing I needed to send a dollar ninety nine to every month. That was the song that was played. So I just thought like this song. How do I- 
I guess maybe you just put two and two together because like it's toy, right? There's there's toy and then toy soldier. And then the video is like an older dude hanging out with young girls. So I just automatically assumed I put two and two together that this has got to be some sort of child abuse song. Oh, fuck no. Here's how cracked out we were in the 80s, right? I watched this video today and went to Wikipedia to learn a little bit more about it. Turns out, (laughs) not about that. Uh, This song was about this gal's friend, Martika. Apparently, she had a friend of hers in, in her life, this dude named Michael, who had a cocaine addiction, who didn't die, who did cocaine a couple of times in front of her. So she wrote this dirge of a song and they made a video to it called Toy Soul. Can we just not make songs that have like the the sort of hidden message to it? Toy Soldier? I don't know what this is. Why does this have to do with cocaine? And where in this song? There is one part where she's like, I guess I didn't see the addiction. And you're like, okay, now I sort of get what you're talking about. But still, could she be talking about... A subgenre on the dark web of pornography that almost 99% of people would never watch. Are we talking about kid porn? What's up? Is this? I, I couldn't tell. But then here's the part that just like drove me batty with this song. Uh, that it first off, yeah, it's sort of a hidden message with the toy soldier. But start calling songs what they are, would you please? Please. That would it'd be so much easier. This song, Toy Soldier. You wouldn't realize it's about cocaine addiction, would you? Fuck no. No one would have any idea. Just call it what it is. Michael used to do blow. One time he stole a ring from my mom and he sold it at a pawn shop just so he could get some crank. Now, that's the song I want to listen to. One time he left my house at two. 30 in the morning and he went and blew a guy for a bag of dope. That's the song I want. I don't want Toy Soldier. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Toy Soldiers? Who are they? This was about supposed to, for the And plus, the longest time, I was like, this shit's been going on for how long? And nobody's ever talked about it? Like, I didn't realize that Luca was about child abuse until I was well into, like, my almost 30s. Couldn't somebody have sat us down and went, ah, you know, if there's somebody kind of like prowling around or offers you candy, maybe stay away from. We never had those talks as kids. Basically, it was like our parents opened the door at 7.30 a.m. and they were like, if you get hungry, come back. We'll see you then. There was none of this talk. None of these songs out there that we had the hidden meaning to. My goodness. I don't know. They sort of play. I was like, can we have a can we have a happy medium? Can we get rid of the Katy Perry at 5.45 in the morning, but we don't need the dirge that is the goddamn toy soldiers? Uh, Mira says they're going to shut this live down. No, they're not. Here's the thing. Here's why. And I thought about that, too. If you play too much of a song that has already been like a part of, you know, Warner Brothers or whatever, they'll they'll shut you down. If you play a bunch of like Katy Perry, they'll they'll shut you down. This song nobody gives a shit about. Even the record company that owns the rights to it is just like, we don't fuck, fuck, whatever, dude. We actually don't want to be associated with it. You guys go ahead and take it. (laughs) And here's the other thing. This video, as I'm watching it, there was like this weird sort of like 
slow motion fade into the next slow motion thing that they used to do with videos all the time. And especially like, like late 80s, man, late 80s, when they did like the Skid Rose, the 18 and Lives, it was always like, there's a guy and he's drinking whiskey, slow motion. And then it fades into a slow motion of the dad and the son getting into a fist fight. And then the slow motion of the guy in jail. It's one after another. This piece of shit video is nothing but school-aged girls running around, a dude on a motorcycle, guy stops girls and has a conversation with him. And that, I mean, the guy looks like he's in his 30s, but they're supposed to be friends? I don't understand what's happening. And then at some point, I had to go back and rewind this video a couple of times to make sure I knew what I was watching. At like the minute 57 mark, there's a moment where they just show the, the guy in this video He's like in the bottom of a pool and it's not a part of any other narrative of the video. It's not like this guy drowned because he was like completely gacked out on cocaine. They just put it in there and it's not like a five second shot. It's not this like super sweeping slow-mo underwater thing. Oh no, this is just a five frames, a quarter of a second shot of this dude underwater. Why it's in there, no idea. I feel like this thing may have accidentally slipped in. Somebody put this in and they were like, ah, maybe the drowning in the pool thing's a little too much. I get that we're kind of going for the, you know, we want people to know that this guy is like putting himself in over his head, blah, blah, blah. We get it. But, you know, maybe we just take the drowning of the pool out. Maybe MTV was like, fuck no, dude. You guys can't be showing dead people on our television, you know? Listen, it warrant videos and titties and all that. It's fine, but we can't have dead guys on a Friday night. But they just like left it in and they never make another reference to this guy at the bottom of a swimming pool for the rest of the video. That's just it. He's just in there. Like, seriously, it's like a quarter of a second. Go back and watch this, man. And I know that you guys are going to shit on me when I say this. This song, Toy Soldiers, if it comes on the radio and there's nobody around, you bet your sweet ass I'm listening to all of it. It sucks. The song is terrible, but for whatever reason, I love it. I lo- I I gotta say, I like it. I don't know why. It's not like it's gonna be on a playlist or anything. I'm just saying, every now and again, if it comes up and there's a treat, just a little bit of a tidbit, it might be nice. I I dig the song. I don't know why. I really don't know why. But uh, this thing has been around for fucking ever, and nobody had the balls to step up and go. Hey, by the way, giant piece of shit that nobody knows is about cocaine addiction. Everybody thinks it's about child abuse. Why don't you guys tell us? We already had the goddamn child abuse song. We had Luca. We don't need another one. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's about cocaine addiction. Fuck. Somebody let us know. Would you please? Oy. All right. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, August 24th, going to be at House of Comedy. You want tickets for that? Let me know. Also, September 7th. Just kind of reiterating for everybody jumping onto the live feed. Uh, September 9th will be a part of the Twin Cities Film Fest. They got their shorts and stand-up evening. We show my short film, Raising a Daughter, and then also um, be doing some stand-up that night, 10, 15 minutes worth. Uh, a couple of free tickets for that if you want. Just let me know. Get you, get you in. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about today, and I've taken a little bit of shit from friends of mine about liking this guy. And I get it if you don't like him, but I'm a fan of Dan Crenshaw. You might remember him from Saturday Night Live. He was the guy with the one eye the Republican representative from Texas that Pete Davidson gave a bunch of shit to. And then he stepped out and went, 
hey, that's fine. Like, he can make fun of me. I get it. Dude, I'm a Republican representative from Texas who's got an eye patch. Dude, there's so much you can make fun of. And Pete Davidson was nice enough, along with Saturday Night Live, to bring him on, and they shook hands, and they were like, hey, this is great. And Pete kind of, like, took a couple of hits. And uh, the other day, Dan Crenshaw was out. Not that I'm going to vote for the guy, because there is some things he does do where I'm like, okay, eh, maybe toe the line on that one, bud. But for the most part, I find this dude to be a stand-up guy. I really like who he is. I like that he, his temperament. I like that he's a war vet. I like that this dude, it, fucking this guy's, this guy's whole thing in life is just wake the fuck up and start working. That's it. That's it. There's, there's no, nothing else you need in life other than get up and go. And that is the best piece of advice you can give people is just get up and go. Put some earbuds in and start moving your ass. And that's what this guy is all about. But he's also, he doesn't like follow his party with a bunch of shit. And even though most Republicans have already moved on from the fact that they think some Republicans say like, oh, the election was stolen from Trump and there's all this voter fraud and shit. He's like, you guys are idiots. There's no way that there's, even if there was, even if there is voter fraud, let's say there is, there's not a chance that there is five states worth of voter fraud to be able to overturn an election. And there's some dipshit in the crowd at a rally the other day that was giving Dan shit, and Dan, like, threw back at him. I can't tell if he's joking or serious. problems, but don't, don't kid yourself into believing that's why we lost. It's not. It's not. You're, you're I'll wrong. Tell, I'll tell you openly. You're wrong. You, and I'm not wrong. Yes, you are. Five, five I have states. plenty of proof. I have proof in Arizona, I, I, Pennsylvania, I you and Georgia. You, you did the Maricopa. Yeah. How did that and, turn out? And guess what? It's going to turn out and it's going to flip. Okay. We're, you watch. We're gonna, you're going to see it firsthand. Won't. It won't. And, you're, and you've got to flip all five states to make you it. You know work. how they're stealing the elections? All right. I'm not going to argue with this. I'm not going to argue with you. Look, I'll, I'll say it openly. This is something you got to accept. This. There are a lot of voters. He is right. Not that Trump won? No, absolutely not. You'll see. Absolutely not. Five different states, yes. hundreds of thousands of votes. Yes. Kidding yourself. Ah, God, I hate that guy. I hate that guy who's just got to like fucking make his point. The guy from the crowd who's got to be like, you're going to see, you're going to see. Well, then show us. Show us, you fucking dick. What is it? Why is this taking so long? Why is it that we're all already almost a year past the election and nothing's come up? You think by now, if you had some sort of fucking concrete evidence, you would have shown it, right? These assholes back in the day, Trump with the whole fucking birth certificate thing. I got so many people. I got so many guys. You have no idea. They got so much information. You're going you're gonna to shit yourself when you find out. It's huge. It's huge. So you're not going to believe it. I got guys in Hawaii everywhere. They know. They know and you don't. Fuck you. If you got the info, give it. If you don't, then shut your fucking mouth and move on. And everybody around this guy, the video is great because the people around him who are Republicans, who are on Dan Crenshaw's side are turning around like this guy going, what the fuck are you doing, dumb shit? Obviously, can't you just lick your wounds and move on? Lick your wounds and move on, dude. Everybody else has turned the page. You haven't? Come on. It's frustrating. But it's nice to see like guys in positions like Dan Crenshaw, who's very respected in his own party, to turn around and go, dude, we're wrong on this one. Maybe at first, like, that, that night when we lost the election, we could have gone, hey, you guys got to check the voter fraud. We're going to grasp at anything. And then 24 hours later, Dan and basically everybody else was like, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, this is probably bullshit. Except there's always like those motherfuckers that are in just got to like 
Try to make their point. I have info. Where, where, where is it, asshole? Please feel free to share with us because I don't have it. If you got it, isn't it your civic duty to share it with the rest of us? No. I don't like the fact that sometimes uh, we just umbrella statement shit about people and just go, that guy sucks for that reason. I'm sure there's a lot of people that see that R in front of Dan Crenshaw's name and go, fuck that guy. I I don't have anything in common with him. No, you do. You should like consider reaching out every once in a while. You know, there are some like really good. And I know that uh, Mark Duplass, if you know that name, He's been a filmmaker for a long time. He made one of my favorite films ever called Blue Jay with Sarah Paulson. And it's so goddamn good. And it's just beautiful and just an amazing. It's not only just an amazing like relationship story. It's just like a really good film just on top of it. Like there's this great just the cinematography and the way the film moves and the acting's great. And then this like amazing story of these two people who shared one of the most intimate things you could ever share and what it did to them years later. It's a beautiful movie. Go find it. But Mark was nice enough to sit down with a guy I know takes a lot of shit. And I don't agree with everything that he says, but I like his understanding of life and how you just get up and go. Um, he sat down with a guy by the name of Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro's a talk radio guy on the right, and everybody fucking hates that guy. And Mark was like, hey, everybody, don't just think all people on the right are horseshit. Ben Shapiro's a really good guy. And you should maybe think about like reaching across the aisle. All we do is complain about how there's no bipartisanship. This is where we can all like meet. How about we take people we don't like or that we don't know much about and find some common ground with them. And his fucking party lit him up so much so that Mark had to issue a statement about how he was wrong about Ben Shapiro. Mark doesn't believe that. There's no way Mark can believe that. He was doing it because his side of the aisle was like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? All of his movies would have tanked after that. All of his endorsement deals, everything that he would have worked for would have all been thrown out the window because he said one thing nice about a guy that most people don't agree with. And the crazy part is everybody who's on Ben Shapiro's side was like, I don't give a fuck. Hang out with Mark. Who cares? Go for it, dude. You go for it. We like his movies. He's a good dude. He's a great dude. He's one of the best. I love that guy. Goddamn. It drives me nuts, though, that we can't find common ground, you know, especially like being on the left. Like my party is the party that you know, we've always talked about. Like we're the party that like we involve everybody. As long as you fucking agree with us, then you're in. It's like, well, that doesn't fuck, man. That drives me batty. But I love that Dan Crenshaw clip where he's just like, nope. Uh, I know that I'm supposed to believe this one thing on my side, on my party's belief. I'm supposed to go along with it. And that doesn't sit right with me. So I need to tell people my opinion, and hopefully uh, there's a couple of people that agree with me because it's the right opinion. It's not an opinion, it's fact. So hopefully you guys get on board with it. I love that dude, though. I like the fact that he's got an eye patch. Is there some shit that we could probably like, you know, all right, I'll turn my eye to that. I mean, think about family members. There's got to be family members that you look at and just go, Jesus Christ, everything about you. If we weren't related, I would not talk to you. But because we are, I love you. I'm I'm sharing part of myself because you are sharing part of yourself. And uh, even though we don't see eye to eye on things, I can still sit down with you and break some bread. You know, 
You talk about, I, I don't know why that trope of people get together at Thanksgiving and it's always an argument. You can't fucking shut your mouth for four hours at a dinner. It's one time a year. Just shut the fuck up. Enjoy some turkey and some gravy. Talk about anything else. Have we not watched Netflix? Christ, we spent a whole year and a half just watching television. You guys can't talk about that. Figure something else out. <laughs> anything, please. Speaking of, uh, I got a couple more episodes into... Oh, shit. I'm forgetting it now. God damn it. What is the name of that movie? Smokewood? Dirgewood. Dirt. It's the show. I was just talking about it yesterday. Dogwood. Wood Doggy. Doogie Hauser, MD. God damn it. Ron Livingston. I just watched a couple more episodes with Will Sasso. We just talked about this the other day. How can I not remember this freaking movie? Son of a bitch. Louder milk. Mm. <laughs> Doogie Hauser. I was close. I was close. Watch a few more episodes. That's going to be my recommendation this weekend. You got nothing to do. If you got Amazon Prime, make sure you check out Louder Milk and make sure that you download this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. And every day at 9.45 a.m., we go live on Instagram at Rudy underscore Povich. Once again, really do appreciate it. If you go on any of the merch, go to RudyPovich.com. If you want to go to any of the shows, I'll try to get you some tickets. Just shoot me a line uh, from the website, RudyPovich.com. Until then, thank you so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go back. Dude, I I feel like I missed out on some... I feel like I missed out on a couple of comments here. So let's go back and read a few. All right. Deb, Loudermilk. Yes, thank you. I finally figured that out. Yep. Uh, Bethany, please do a ranting Rudy shirt with the Trump pants. Oh, totally. You totally know. It's going to be the... Be- that shirt will sell more shirts. Any other shirt. The most shirts. The most. The best shirts. Totally. Totally. <laughs> uh, let's see. Lynn, are you doing one rant for the road today? Uh, you know, I was... I had thought about it about halfway through the show. And I thought, you know, man, I already kind of went on a jag about toy soldiers. So I think that was enough. Yeah. Lynn would love to come see your comedy show. Fuck yeah, dude. If you want, just shoot me a line. Leave me a first and last name. Uh, If you want to come Tuesday night, the 24th, or if you want to come to the Twin Cities Film Festival, and that's going to be in St. Louis Park at West End at their offices. So Uh, yeah, just let me know. What's up, Olina? How are you? What's up, Elliot? How are you, buddy? Uh, Anna, good morning. Man, nice to see so many people out this morning. Up and at them. Appreciate it. Hopefully you guys got some good weekend plans because I am... um, uh, my daughter's leaving today at one o'clock to go up north with my sister. So my weekend is uh, tomorrow night. I will be I will be actually doing some comedy tomorrow night, too. Um, it's not my show. I'm not really a part of it, uh, but I'm going to be recording a set for a guy by the name of uh, Ali Sultan, who is from Minneapolis, was just recently on Stephen Colbert. Great guy. Phenomenal dude. And not here's the thing. Not only a uh, just a killer comedian. I mean, that guy crushes. He's so good. But he's also the nicest guy on the planet. I mean, he's up there. When you bullshit with that guy, I run into him every once in a while at the gym. And uh, I, uh, I don't know, just like our quick interactions or nice conversations. He's just a super nice dude and funny on top of it. And, you know, gets up every day, works hard, busts his ass, loves his girlfriend, loves his country. What the fuck else do you want from a guy, right? 
Um, hilarious though. So I'm going to be recording his set tomorrow at Sisyphus Brewing. Um, Ollie was, uh, nice enough to give me a five minute guest set. So I'll be doing uh, five minutes tomorrow, right before we start the recording of the show. But if you guys want to come, I think it's like 10 bucks at Sisyphus Brewing. Easily one of the best comedy rooms in the Midwest. I'm not even going to say Minneapolis. I'm saying the Midwest. It, that room is stacked every night and it is on fire. Even the worst, even people who've never done comedy before who get up in that room, there's something about it. That room's got a little bit of magic to it. You go in and you just crush. It's almost unfair. You go back and you watch, you know, you take some of these jokes to other clubs and they bomb and you're like, what the fuck, man? This joke just like leveled this room a week ago at Sisyphus. And now I'm at a VFW in Mankato and nothing. Nothing? Shit. It's almost unfair, but it's a great room. You should check it out. Uh, Olina, I'm going to go watch Free Guy this weekend. Yes, I know it came out. I saw Suicide Squad uh, last week when that came out to HBO Max. Free Guy coming out this weekend with Ryan Reynolds. I'm going to try to carve out like a little bit of time to go catch a matinee because that movie looks excellent. It's so good. And Ryan Reynolds is great in everything that he does. And just like, I don't know, we've upped the game so much when it comes to visual effects. That it'd be silly not to go see something like this on a big screen. That's one thing like in your own living room and whatnot, but this looks like it's got some legs and it's going to be awesome. So yeah, so hopefully uh, I can get out and check it out. We can talk about it next week sometime. That would be fantastic. Uh, Yeah, so Rant and Rudy shirts. Hopefully they'll be done soon. I've been chatting with a... I don't want to do it myself because I feel like I'm going to screw it up terribly. So I'm working with a guy who's putting it together and it just, it takes a little bit of time. You know, some of these things just take a while, but, uh, we'll definitely make sure I'll let you guys know when that is, uh, up and Adam. And I did, uh, I know Mira and a couple other people had talked about, Hey man, where the fuck are the beanies? Can't get a beanie. What's up? You live in Minnesota. You can't get a beanie. Yeah. Fucking. Hey, dropped a line. Told them what's up. Just get me some beanies. Totally the fucking best beanies you've ever seen. The best, the best. Ah, uh, sweet. All right. Scooter, can't wait to see it. Yeah, it does look good, doesn't it? Right on. All right, you guys, I'm going to bolt. Uh, let's see, one last thing. Alina, we'll be going to the later show because we have to wait for my kids to get done with work tomorrow. Yeah, I get it, man. I get it. The last time I took the entire family, the reason why I do matinees, and especially Tuesdays, I love a Tuesday movie because it's kind of right in the middle of the week. I don't go to a lot of them, but uh, Imagine Theaters, there's the Willow Creek that's in Golden Valley, and then there's one down in Egan. Dude, five bucks. Five bucks. I think AMC does a $5 as long as you're a Stubbs member, which not to brag, but you know, premium Stubbs member. No big deal. Uh, but I think they do $5 showings of movies and uh, yeah, man, that free guy looks so goddamn good. So hopefully I'll see it this weekend. We can get a chance to talk about it on Monday. So until then, have a great weekend and we'll see you guys next week. All right. Bye.